Hello, and welcome to the Refined Taste Podcast. Here's a special episode that may be happening monthly. Honestly, I'm not sure what to call them. Side dish, morsels. I like morsels. Um, message just your ideas. Uh, it's probably better than those two. Anyways, this episode is a companion to a piece I wrote in November City newspaper entitled My Family's Thanksgiving Dish to Die For. Featured in the article are recipes from Chef Wilfredo Argonzoni of Palermo's Market, Chef Stephen Lara of Carnegie Cellars, and Lizzie Clapp of Petite Boutinerie. What you'll hear now are the short, unedited conversations that I had with each. I think it's a, it's fun to hear their voices and get some extra insight on the background of each dish that I couldn't squeeze into 175 words. Thank you to Fredo, Stephen, and Lizzie for sharing, and go support them and their awesome restaurants. Before I get into the episode, a couple of quick announcements. First, uh, our comedy show at Salinas is back. Very exciting. The season opener will be Friday, November 11th, and uh, they will be every second Friday for the next five months. Uh, we have a ridiculous lineup for this first show, so get your tickets now. Make your dinner plans at Salinas and get ready for a hilarious show. Ticket link uh, can be found at eventbrite.com or through the link in our bio on Instagram. Use code WEBACK, no spaces, W-E-B-A-C-K, WEBACK, no spaces for $1 off admission. Hope to see you there. Also, as always, thanks to our sponsor, Karma Sauce. Featured on basically every episode of the interview show Hot Ones on YouTube, Karma Sauce is a Rochester-based company that specializes in artisanal handmade hot sauces using the finest ingredients locally sourced from the Finger Lakes. With the holidays coming up, Karma Sauce makes a perfect gift for that spicy lover in your life. Use code REFINETASTE for 15% off your entire order. Refine Taste, 15% off your entire order to spice up your life and help support the pod. Uh, that's it for now. This is a short one, but it's a fun one. Pick up a copy of the City Newspaper. Check out all the other articles. But uh, definitely check out this one. Um, check, Read the text. Try to make uh, those recipes. And uh, enjoy my family's Thanksgiving dish to die for. So, this would be like a common Thanksgiving type of dessert? Definitely have it at every holiday, Thanksgiving, every Christmas. Because yeah. the other side of our family would come and they're, they're requesting. Like, yeah. we want that. A bunch of them. Plus us, you know, we're a family of nine. So, my mom making, you cut that thing in nine slices and it ain't lasting too long. That's so, right. we fight for the death for that ten piece. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'd make it on all the holidays. I mean, it's fairly simple. The most, the hardest part about it is making the caramel. Yeah. If you overcook it, it burns. Right. It doesn't look burnt, but it has a whole lot of burnt taste. Yeah. Or if you do too little, your flan stick to the pan and it won't flip. Yeah, right. So, that's key. So that's yeah. like the most important part. But I mean, growing up, I mean, from the age of four or five, I can remember making that with my mom. Um, and then like, if I wasn't making it, one of my sisters or brothers in the kitchen making with her, because whoever gets to make it gets to lick the spoon. Yeah, that's the most important part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that little treat before. Then, you get then she, she would have to hide them from us because we would, we would sneak and pick at it all the time. She's like, <laughs> last night there was three. Why is there only one the next yeah. day? 
I love that. Yeah, yeah. We, we had like an upright freezer that would lock. And then uh, my brother figured out how to pick the lock. I was like, and then, then, he, then he would get in there, <laughs> he would get in and take stuff. And we'll have, basically we used to prep everything. So we'll have like eight flans in there, a bunch of desserts, other like burritos, things like that. We used to make like house staples. Yeah. But I was like something that anytime you eat that, it just reminds you of mom and being a kid. So did your mom, did, they, did your mom make this as well? Or oh yeah. Your so, family, yeah. So we took a lot of like traditional Puerto recipes from my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. My mom was an excellent baker and cook, so she yeah. would take them and tweak them a little. Okay. So we kind of had our own family secret ingredients we'd put in them that would like deviate slightly from maybe some other traditional recipes. Okay. What, but what did you, did you make any like this flan that's here with us today? As you call it, it's like a caramel flan. What do you, what would you call it? So it's, it's just flan culture, you yeah. know, like flan. Um, but the, the caramel is, is like the traditional right. bottom of it. And then, well, it's technically the top when you flip it over. Right, right, but yeah. uh, that's like the traditional, just like basic flavor. But we also would make like pumpkin flan, okay. chocolate flan, cinnamon flan, sometimes strawberry flan. Okay. So we have different variations, but the classic is just, just the best. Is there anything that you kind of changed about this recipe that you tweaked? So the only thing I didn't, Put on the actual recipe that I add to that one is I, I put fresh uh, a little bit of fresh lemon juice in there and lemon zest. It just gives it like a second layer of flavor. Okay, so that was your little added touch. That's my little added touch. My mom used to do that. Yeah, it just gives it like this little bit of extra. Heat. Yeah. So on top of the sweet and creaminess and a little like bite from the caramel, you would get this light lemony oh. zest flavor. That's interesting. Okay, awesome, man. All right. Thank you, Fredo. Of course, my man. showcase and like that we haven't gotten like one kind of normal <laughs> per se if not for a better word like yeah. Thanksgiving dish which yeah. I love you yeah know? that's not what I'm looking for We're like yeah this is uh, mashed potatoes really like, okay yeah I mean, I, I do like mashed potatoes. unless you got a mean <laughs> twist on mashed potatoes Butter. yeah yeah <laughs> I've heard that one yeah yeah <laughs> lots of uh, so what goes into this, and like, what have you changed about this recipe? Um, so this one, uh, the, my, my grandmother's recipe, or my, my mom's grandmother's recipe, called for very simple ingredients. I mean, they, they weren't too adventurous. Uh, I don't come from a cooking family. Um, basic long grain rice, uh, probably goya, <laughs> canned mushrooms, uh, canned consomme, yeah. uh, sliced almonds, and cheddar cheese. So okay, you know, just a couple things I guess they, they can get, you know, for pretty cheap and you know feed their family yeah uh, on a budget um so you know those aren't necessarily things that i, I use nowadays so I, I tweaked it a little bit um have a more of a um almost like a basmati kind of rice blend nice. um just a nice long grain really hearty um use shiitake mushrooms because i'm not using canned mushrooms <laughs> yes um and then i um i used a um some short rib uh beef consomme so just cook the bones down uh, real concentrated beef flavor in there, which is really nice. 
chef, you chef yeah, it I up. Yeah, I chef it up. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not bad. <laughs> no, no, I've heard that before. It's okay. No, no, you, yeah, you took it to the next level. But, yeah. I mean, it's still the basic skeleton, the, the bones. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, like yeah. a nice savory piwot. I mean, I think exactly. you know, classic Thanksgiving side. Yeah. Would this be something that you would have maybe, uh, you know, for your family? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't cook, though, for my family. No? <laughs> <laughs> Now, um, uh, we live with, uh, me and my wife, uh, our, her mom stays with us, so she does the cooking. Oh. Being in this industry, yeah. we're working holidays, of we're doing all that stuff, so the last thing I want to do, unfortunately, is cook for yeah. my own family. Okay, <laughs> so you take the day off on Thanksgiving. I take the day off, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll carve the turkey, I'll do that stuff, I might make a side like this, but I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm yeah. not waking up at 3 a.m. for now. <laughs> That's awesome. No, yeah. no. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. It, uh, yeah, I, I told you, I'm not really a mushroom guy. Yeah, no, no, you don't have to try it. It's very mushroom <laughs> forward, and I feel bad. Yeah, no, you're good. It smells delicious. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> and where, where is that, John? Uh, Mike. Mike over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, get Mike to get, yeah, I want to hear some responses on it, but it looks gorgeous. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. Liz, what are we making today? What, what are you sharing with us? Uh, what recipe can we tell that, uh, that you, you had on your Thanksgiving growing up? Yeah, well, you know, um, my dad's from Canada, and he had um, very traditional Canadian relatives, like backwoodsy people that cooked with ovens with, you know, wood from their backyard, like real authentic Canadian stuff. The whole jean jacket scenario that you're thinking is correct yes uh, and in right in line with that um, um, butter tarts so butter tarts are a classic Canadian dessert um, it's flaky pie pastry crust um, and the interior is a ooey gooey almost like a caramely sensation so it's brown sugar and eggs and uh, butter 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 obviously butter tarts yes um, it's in the name yes so, yeah and if done right when you bite into it it is just like overflowing Canadian vibes. Yes, so, okay. um, Canadian Thanksgiving. You apologize to people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Uh, so delicious, sorry. Um, but so good. So, of course, we have it here at Tipu Tinery, um, and we occasionally have them on the trucks, um, but it was a staple uh, for my dad's family, and my Aunt Beulah, uh, up in Canada, Quebec, um, she made them, and she made them in that wood-burning stove, and that's where I first became obsessed with them. Um, and my mom is an excellent baker, and she, we took the recipe from my Aunt Beula, and she allowed me to continue to create it here, um, and that was just such a sweet treat, and it was something just like poutine that we wanted to share with Rochester and make it a Rochester 20th Central Fall favorite, yes. um, and we offer from here. So. I love that, and I love that you, you kind of, you, you have like a little maple leaf that you cut out. Yeah, yeah. a little homage to yes. the fam. Um, so yeah, it's that flaky pastry crust, and then we do the filling, and that sets, and then we just top it with a little tiny egg wash brushed uh, maple leaf. Yes, that's an added touch. I mean, obviously it's beautiful, but it's like kind of in your like routine, routinery kind of cheeky way yes. of uh, kind of alluding to like, you know what it is, and like that it has those Canadian roots. Yeah. I love that, definitely. Vibes. Yeah, awesome. Well, these honestly, uh, the last dish I had um, for Chef Stephen Laura, it was a, it was a mushroom pilaf. I don't like mushrooms, and I felt really bad. And I was like, it smells delicious. Uh, but other people ate it and they enjoyed it. But the, the butter tarts, 
It's I for do. everyone. I do very much. <laughs> butter so. tarts is for everyone. Although yeah. we don't do a gluten-free crust yet, um, but I'm, I'm working on it. We're working with the gluten-free chef locally, yes. Calvin there, and hopefully he'll help us um, work out those details. But if you're going to do a flaky crust, yeah. you got to do it right. So that's the way we do it now. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you, Liz. Thank you for sharing My pleasure. Us.